You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Hey, Mitch! On tonight's episode of Hey Mitch, I am so glad to have our very first international guest. That's right, Mark Plant from the 100 Things We Learned from Film podcast. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, Mitch. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good indeed. Thank you for uh, having me on. It's a bit of an honor. I've listened to a few of your shows and uh, it's it's really weird when you see the person, because I can see you, of course, when you see the person whose voice you've heard for so long. You know? <laughs> You're right. It's pretty, pretty cool. It's, 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 pretty cool. it's very different. It's not, the, it's not the face that you usually put to it. And I, it, I've also been listening to your guys' show and I, I mean, it is literally the thing I love about movies is what you guys are doing over there. Trivia and all the things that you can figure out or learn from just watching movies. Because what was the thing that they told us as as kids right you can't learn anything from tv you gotta learn things from books <laughs> however you have proved them wrong yeah but i guess learning about a, a 1966 oldsmobile isn't really the same uh we we we, ne- we never have i mean we we have pretty stringent gun laws in the uk man i'm fast becoming a gun nut <laughs> with this kind of stuff you know i'm i'm thinking about building a bunker and going up into the woods and uh, I just arming myself to the teeth, Mitch. Yep, yep, yeah. That makes that makes complete sense. Actually, uh, uh, I can understand that. So, uh, I mean, what? Where did the idea for the podcast come from? Why? Why a hundred things? Why? Why are you doing this? Which I want to say that you you guys started in October of last year, right in the middle of the pandemic. So, yeah. like, how did that well, all come about? The the. The, the idea of the podcast go, comes back, I want to say 2004. So it predates podcasting as, as it really is today. But one day I sat down with a friend at work. It was a pretty slow day. And we had a bit of email tennis with one another. And I, I, I sent Al a message and said, how many things do you think you've learned in the amount of times that you've watched John Borman's Deliverance? <laughs> and we had... What would now, in the workplace, probably end up with a big HR meeting, <laughs> a conversation via email over a day. Yeah. And I think we came up with maybe 60-odd things between the two of us. But it wasn't enough. By that point, we decided we could probably get to 100. So we invited a few other people into the email chain and a few more people and a few more people, a couple of other departments. and. But by the end of two or three days, I think we'd come up with 90 odd things and probably about a thousand repeats. You know, by the t- every time somebody came in, it's don't go in the woods, don't go rafting in the south. You know, okay, yeah, that's that's fine. Don't trust albinos. Sorry, albino listeners. Uh, but, you know, that, that kind of thing. And it was something that I said, well, we could do this. We could do a director's commentary with this. And we didn't. 
and I moved jobs and house and, and all those kind of pieces and and it never came to anything and and during a lockdown zoom quiz funnily enough uh, about this time last year the, the in the uk we were seriously seriously locked down for a, a couple of months at the start of the year so john and kirsty and, and and my my wife um got together with some other friends and we did a, a zoom quiz and, and i i'd mentioned that this was an idea of something i'd like to do and it took us until probably the summer to even talk to one another about it and then in october we had a go with the crow which is a film i hadn't seen since i was a teenager and it, it, it really it, we're not doing it for listens although i do click that kind of refresh button on the listens page yeah, yeah. a few times a day i think we all do if you're a podcaster out there you know that feeling and yeah it, 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 that's a great feeling you know if anybody that listens to our show is listening to this don't stop listening <laughs> you know that'd be crazy that'd be that'd be absolute madness but it, it, it's a way for john and i to have a good long conversation once a week and and although lockdowns are ending and hopefully i'll get to see john and hug his beautiful face uh very very soon for the first time since august of last year um it's yeah, it, it's it, it, it's it's just it's just it's just something we do, and the fact that we get a podcast out of it—that's the bonus. Yeah, you, I mean, it, it's definitely been that way for me and my friends. You know, being able to keep in contact, uh, have a have a conversation, a structured conversation, in, in a time when we don't get to see each other anymore. So. Uh, I, I completely understand that. And what a better way to do it than, than through a podcast. Now, uh, you and I, we were, we, our, our podcasts were already following each other. Uh, we happened to post a tweet, uh, a story about how the Walmart here in the States was going to be selling alien Easter eggs, like xenomorph Easter eggs. Uh, and you all retweeted or quote tweeted saying, "Hey, who in the states is going to send us this? Send us one of these." So I was, I took it upon myself. I was like, you know what? I want to do that. I want to reach out. And you, <laughs> you, you now have uh, your own xenomorph Easter eggs, I, and I, I, uh, I appreciate this. Yeah, these these guys are cute. I'm so grateful. I mean, it took, it, they managed to go missing somewhere in the UK, uh, and and even your even your tracking information didn't didn't help yeah and it turned out it wasn't a, you know that the, the lady the lady when i finally tracked them down said oh there's a problem with the problem with the address the address was wrong i looked at the address and you, you'd got the address exactly as i typed it um but they'd put it in their system with a completely different postcode oh wow which is our zip code um so the, the guy couldn't deliver it and because he couldn't deliver it instead of looking up to see where that building was he just took it back to the and and it was probably a few days away from being binned oh wow being put in the garbage so yeah so i'm, I'm really really glad i went jaunting around the northeast of england to, <laughs> to look for it <laughs> right was, in the middle uh, of a pandemic a <laughs> oh for sure yeah 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 but i look i work on the road listeners so i was well within my uh, well within my rights to uh, to to do so but yeah these these things these things are little cute plastic things and, and you know I, i'm always trying to not do one time usable plastic things but we're keeping these we love these they they they're on the shelf behind me they're these lovely bright colored xenomorphs and face huggers and uh, chest, a chest burster and, and they're in these little eggs they're, they're, they're fantastic um, I would assume they're probably not still available at Walmart uh, because it's not Easter but but yeah uh, when they when they come out for 
I don't know, xenomorphs in a Christmas stocking. Get yourself one. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so I, I, looking at your list of podcasts, you haven't done Alien or Aliens yet. <clears throat> yeah. Now, here's the thing. John likes to pick movies he really loves and, and, and great movies. Okay. Uh, we have mostly picked, or I have mostly picked, trash. Okay. <laughs> I, I picked, uh, recently I picked, uh, not so recently, I picked, I've completely forgotten why I picked this. Give me one second. Dark Man. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, John and I picked Dark Man together. Which is not trash, by the way. That's a great movie. That is, that's a hell of a movie. It's aged exceptionally well. It looks good. It's fun. I, okay, Liam Neeson's a racist, but yeah, you know, this look, is you true. Know, it's, but you know what? It is that 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 nice little sweet spot after you know Sam Raimi has learned his lessons from his Evil Dead movies and has not yet become Sam Raimi of Spider Man. So like, yeah. it's right in the middle where he's still doing what he wants to do, but yeah. also like getting more of a budget. So I enjoy it. Dark Man's been a one that I've been a friend of for a long time. It, it, Dark Man was quite an important movie to me as a as a teenager because it was one of these ones that I I taped off the TV. And, and watched a lot of times, and and it is exactly as it says. It's a dark movie. It's 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 noirish. Mm -hmm. And and what we learned specifically was that Sam Raimi wanted to make a the Shadow movie, but couldn't get the rights. They wouldn't allow him the rights to make the Shadow movie. So he made this, arguably ten times better than that Shadow movie with Baldwin. <laughs> You know? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm guessing that's the reason why they wouldn't let him make a shadow movie because they were like, oh, we already got Baldwin in the pocket over here. We're going to make that movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know he's going to get really fat really soon. So we're going to get it done now yeah. while we can. You know, and look, he's going to be a great comedian in the future. But for now, we're going to have him very serious. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, okay, so let's talk about the movies that you have chosen. Like, mm -hmm. you have on there Jurassic Park. You have you have uh, the Tom, the new Tom and Jerry movie. Yeah. Surprisingly. Now, look, yeah, we wanted to try something. We wanted to try a movie that people could watch the movie as they're probably going to watch the movie because it's, it's new out, uh, rent it, and then get, you know, and then give us a listen. Damn. <sighs> Covering the Tom and Jerry movie, I, I hope a lot of people listened to us and then didn't go away and watch the movie because <laughs> it's it's garbage. It, it is it, it it is a it is a dumpster fire in in on a on a on a fiery dumpster barge in a sea of plastic and rotten fish heads. It is awful. It would have made a fantastic ten minute Tom and Jerry. Sure. Yeah. Okay. It would have been super. Would have been really, really good. Throw in a couple of the, you know, throw in a couple of the, the human, human characters, and, and 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 that would work. It's one in a long list of the ones that I've picked that are absolutely rubbish. See also the Master of Disguise. Why did you pick the Master of Disguise? My wife said to me because I've never seen it and it gives me an opportunity to watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> wow. I am my own worst enemy. I mean, I love Dana Carvey, but that is not a good movie. Sure. No, and look, cr credit where it's due to Dana Carvey. He, some of his impressions are exceptional. What he does is very, very... What he does is very good. The Saturday Night Live stuff, although we never really got a lot of it over here. I've seen a lot of clips online. Um, he's, 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 George W. Bush is, is fantastic. But he's... 
you know, people, a lot of people reach out and say, we love your terrible Al Pacino to me. Um, <laughs> and apparently my Al Pacino is better, better than Dana Carvey's, which I'm going to take that. Hoo-ha! 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 <laughs> I, I, it's better than Dana Carvey's. It's better than his impression. <laughs> I love it. Apparently. I love it. <laughs> it's the only one I can do. Uh, I mean, have you have you ever seen Clean Slate or Opportunity Knox? No, I haven't seen either. You need to are watch those, those his two. Nineties movies. Those right? are his nineties movies. Yeah. Okay. So one of because one of what? them, Clean Slate, is him having the the same thing like um, Drew Barrymore does in Fifty First Dates, where he he forgets every every night uh, okay. what he did the day yeah. before, and he's a detective, so he has to he's putting a, he's putting a, a, a case together, but he forgets. Okay. Uh, Opportunity knocks is when where he's a con man and he he breaks into a, a guy's house and then assumes his identity and then falls in love with a, a lady. So it's a romantic comedy. But that first movie sounds great. The, that clean, sounds like a really good premise. Give give Queen State Queen Queen Slate. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. So you and John, how long have you been friends? How long have you uh-huh. uh, has, has this partnership been been going on? Not very long at all. Not okay. very long at all. Um, John, John is engaged to my best friend Kirsty, uh, and Kirsty and I used to uh, work together and live in the same town for a long, 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 long time. Um, we're basically partners in crime. We'd be down the pub uh, on a regular basis, watching rubbish. Um, a lot of the stories that, that that we tell on on the podcast always seem to involve Kirsty. But I've actually only known John for perhaps three years. Okay. Uh, it's 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 not a not a, a long relationship, but Kirsty, who's been on at least one of the, the podcasts by the time this goes live, uh, is in, introduced us and said John would be perfect for what you want to do. That is that is right <laughs> up John's street, and she's right. He he's the kind of he he cuts through the nonsense with even more nonsense. I like that. I mean, that's the it's like fighting fire with fire, right? Like just oh, for more sure. nonsense. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just, just we're we're an arsonist podcast over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as of recording this, you're at 28 episodes. What is mm-hmm. the most you've learned from one movie, and what's the most fascinating thing you've learned from a movie? Uh, we learned 116 things from. National Lampoon's European Vacation. I love that episode. That's such a good it's, episode. It's a. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to do. And considering that we're 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 both European, and you know, you, you your listeners will be aware of what Brexit is. We don't consider ourselves British. We consider ourselves European. Uh, neither of us voted for Brexit, and we stand by that. Um, we learned more from that than we did any other movie. I've been to London more times than I can count. John's been to Paris. You know, we all of these things we should have already known. Do we walk around with our eyes painted on? What? (laughs) I mean, I want to say as an American who has never left the United States, all I know of Europe is from that movie. So I I, I would say I learned quite a bit too. I I recommend you watch Trainspotting. I have that watched Train Spotting. You, that I love Train Spotting. That will teach you a lot about the, Sco- about the Scottish people. It's it, let's just say it's not all deep fried Mars bars and heroin, but it is mostly. <laughs> if John were here to defend himself, he wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
the most astonishing thing I think we've learned is in our Chicken Run episode. Okay, uh, Haley, who was our guest on, on on there, she's a she's a writer, a self-published writer, and uh, she creates audio books as well. She told us that chickens don't actually pee. Oh, okay. Chickens do not have the ability to pee. It all comes out as one, as you know, chicken shit. You know, okay, comes okay. Out that makes sense. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, that, I mean, that is still, John still says to me almost every week, I hope we get a chicken pee. I hope we get it. And, and it's always kind of, I hope we get one that's as good as that one. <laughs> yeah. and, and we haven't, you know, we haven't in another, I want to say, two, 18, 18 or so episodes. Yeah. Uh, why was The Crow the first movie? Why, what was that one? Why was that the movie that you wanted to be the, the inaugural episode? I said to John, give me a list of movies uh, that you love and we'll pick one of those. This will be easy. We'll just do movies that we love. And he gave me a list which included The, the Crow, uh, Beastmaster, which we covered later, Alien, Aliens, uh, all, the, all the usual Arnold stuff, you know, Commando. Uh, and, and I picked The Crow because I hadn't seen it since I was a teenager on VHS. And I remember hating it, and I didn't know why. Okay. And then and, and we watched it, and I realized it was the, and, and it's probably not the right podcast to say it on, but the fandom specifically around it. And oh. we've all got fandoms, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. But, but it, it, I think over the space of kind of 10, maybe even 15 years afterwards, it was just constantly ram down your throat the images and the you know the true love never dies and all this kind of stuff and that just didn't do it for me what i didn't realize was that's a great cast of a brilliant american character actors oh john yeah. polito's in it and he is my chef's kiss <laughs> i love john polito r.i.p that guy because he was a true american great as far as i'm concerned he- uh yeah i mean and then i I think the controversy around that movie, you know, makes it that much more of a hype than it is. As I mean, I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of sequels that are just garbage to it. But oh, I'm sure. But yeah, I get the I get the idea that it's a little too hyped for them what it should be. But the the movie itself is really good. And, and Ernie Hudson, uh, yeah. I love Ernie Hudson. Uh, uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> he uh, we. I, so I'm laughing because I, I, when I went to buy this and, and the plan was to have a whole bookshelf of all these movies and as, as it's kind of gone on and I've picked trash, I, I don't really want to own all of these and I don't want to spend <laughs> money on them and, and, you know, I'll spend money on them to rent them, but I don't want to spend money on physical copies. But I went to pick this up from, we have a shop in the UK called, it's referred to as Sex, but it's, it's CEX. It used to be called Computer Game Exchange, CEX. And um, you buy your secondhand DVDs, kind of. It's like a thrift kind of exchange place. Um, and I went in and I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm, um, I'd like this, please." And I took up the Crow, but the sticker was placed such that it wasn't the Crow. It was the Crow Two I'd picked up. Just oh, as no. the guy was scanning it, I said, "Oh, sorry, I think that's the wrong movie. It was the Crow, but I couldn't find that." He said, "Hang on, I'll just check the system." Yeah, yeah, we've got two copies. 
I said, all oh, right, okay, I'll go and, no, no, I'll go and get it for you. Don't worry about it. The guy went through, and I was this huge queue of people behind me, and I'm kind of, oh, my God, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and he came back and he said, yes, that'll be a whole English pound, please. It's whole British pound. Okay, fantastic. And he went, you'll want this one as well then, won't you? I said, mate, I don't even want number one. Why do I want number two <laughs> as well, you know? But you're absolutely right, Mitch. It, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's got a great cast. It's fun. I think my problem with it was... And the only thing I can relate it to now is the fandom around Jared Leto's Joker. Yes. Jared Leto's Joker has an amazing fandom. It does. And I, I cannot understand why. It's, it's, you know? I, I think it's just certain people feeling like they're being seen at this one moment. Yeah, man, we live in a society. Yeah, there's no <laughs> yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. You said You're the telling thing. telling me, son. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what's, what's, the, what's uh, one of the things you remember that you learned from The Crow? Um, oh, it was, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was mostly guns. Um, this, is, this is where I kind of started learning about guns. But specifically, um, how to put out a chip pan fire. Okay. We consider ourselves a public service uh, broadcaster, and uh, yeah, you you don't throw water onto a chip pan fire. You wet a towel or a tea towel, and you, you cover it with that, and and it goes out. Uh, that that is probably one of the the best takeaways I've had from it. I did secretly know that beforehand. We were taught that at school, which is fantastic. Yes. Well done, English schooling. Um, <laughs> but it's one of the things that I'm very very keen to point out. Any opportunity, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know about probably your podcast. Young people don't listen to our podcast. I'll tell you, it's all <laughs> it's all dad jokes and dad jokes and references to movies from the seventies. Uh, you know, so yeah. Uh, so when you're sitting down, you're watching this movie or any movie, and and you're how what what what's the criteria for learning something? Like, is it literally just something you didn't know, or how? I mean, because you go out far, you go out far on the research. You, is it you you see something that piques your interest? And you're like, well, I want to know. <laughs> Go further along with that that line of thought. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm about to watch Dogma again. Our Ooh, next nice. episode is going to be Dogma. Uh, I thought it was about time I picked a movie that wasn't wasn't trash. <laughs> it's Some about the, time I picked a movie that I really love. I'm going to guess Ride Along was yours then. Uh, no, Ride Along was John's. Really? That was not a good yeah. movie. <laughs> Well, no, but John mentioned in the Tom and Jerry movie that the director of that movie was was the ride along guy. Okay, uh, and I said, "Oh, it's the barbershop guy." And again, his, his his name escapes me. Just Tim now. Story, it's the barbershop guy, Tim Story. Thank you very much. Uh, we linked that to the episode before Toy Story, uh, so we try and link where we can, where we can, um, and and yeah, ride ride along. Whilst it's not a great movie. I've realized when these movies are bad, I can still have fun with them. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, the thing I learned the most from, from that was, boy, I miss Chris Tucker. Yes. Chris Tucker should still be in movies. Yeah. Not Kevin Hart. I don't like <laughs> Kevin Hart. I don't care for his Chris Tucker-like shtick at all. <laughs> but I like Ice Cube. Who doesn't like Ice Cube? I you mean, know, growing up, that guy was important to me musically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's what we picked. But we, we, we picked Dogma. I'm going to sit down and watch it. And I, I, I'm going to pick apart as much of the religious iconography as I can. I was 
uh, christened as a, as a child, so I'm a, a, a Protestant Christian, although I'm not uh, at all, <laughs> even slightly. I haven't been to church since... My God, I think the last time I was at church was a wedding, uh, probably about <laughs> 10 years ago, 12 years ago, a long, long time ago. So we're, we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, but we're, we're going to... We're going to end up talking, it's not going to be, it's going to be a fun episode because it's a great movie, but we're going to talk probably, just from what I can remember, we'll talk pro-choice, we'll talk Indiana Jones references, we'll talk about movies in the 80s that I think are better than E.T., as does Matt Damon's character. You know, time will tell on that one. Time yeah, will tell. Yeah, um, yeah. so with that that's the kind of stuff that I'll, what I'll do is I'll watch it once and I'll make a kind of a, a quick note of... Um, I, 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 I don't know the, the the church they filmed it at. Church they filmed it at. Number one, you know. No, number number two, the the train heading from wherever it is to head to wherever it is. So all of this stuff's quite interesting to me because I'm not in the states. Right. It's probably a lot less interesting to people in the states who go. I know. I do that train journey every week. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but then I'll, I'll sit and I'll watch it again, and I'll do a full list of notes. So. For me, it's probably about four to six hours from start to finish. Wow. Including editing, maybe add a little bit longer on for editing as well. John just shows up. John just turns up because he's pretty. You know? <laughs> that's, that's all he needs to do. He turns up with a couple of little notes and he's just John. And you know what? I would not change a thing. There you go. I mean, that, that's completely acceptable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, with a, a Kevin Smith movie, you know, he is a man that loves to talk and loves to talk about himself. So there's a lot of, mm -hmm. of uh, complimentary information out there that you could possibly go and get. Are you planning on doing <laughs> a lot of that research as well? Yeah, I think tomorrow is... I'm going to see how much of the Evening with Kevin Smith DVDs, standard deaf DVDs, which That's I've right. got on the thing behind me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to see how much of those I can get through as well. Um, I haven't really listened to a lot of his podcasts, but I think he spends a lot of the time stoned. Uh, he does. <laughs> I, I'm led to believe it, it doesn't always make for, for great listening. Um, really I, I always listen to my podcast sober, so you know, I record <laughs> them drunk, but I listen to them sober. Yeah, yeah you... You have to get there. You have to be there for his companion, his his partner in the podcast. Like they're the ones that are usually keeping everything on track. Uh, I'm a big fan of Fat Man Beyond, one of his podcasts. Mark Bernard, I think, is a, a very intelligent, incredible creator. So I, I love listening to that one. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith too. But like, yes, it's a lot of him being like very absent-minded or watching the chat as it goes by and, and responding to them. And it's just like, oh, come on, interact with your partner. Um, you, you and I are of a similar age, Mitch. Did you see clerks at a very impressionable age? I did. And I have a very funny story about that. I right. saw I saw clerks. Um, I, was, I, I stayed home from school one day because I was not feeling well. So I was just laying on the couch being sick. And my mother... Uh, had gone to the grocery store to get whatever she needed, but she at, at that at that time in the '90s, grocery stores also had video rental places inside. Mm -hmm. uh, so she just went to whatever was new on the on the thing, grabbed Clerks, and brought it home for me. So this was my introduction to wow. Kevin Smith. My mother grabbing a copy of Clerks for me to listen to or to watch. Oh, mom. 
Yeah. No, I mean, she had absolutely no idea what it was. She just knew it was a new movie and that I like movies, so she just grabbed it for me to watch. Uh, I mean, obviously, there is, it's all in black and white, and this is you know one of my first movies of watching black and white, and at the end, there was a scene where a guy dies in the bathroom and a woman has sex with his dead body, and I, I'm pretty sure she didn't know that was going to be in there. No. And <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, I've got a very similar story, actually. I was at college. It would have been probably a year or so before. So, uh, in fact, no, I'm maybe just doing my exams at school. So, 96, 97, um, I came home from school, college, wherever I was at the time. And my stepmom said to me, uh, Sarah, who was my stepsister, she, had a, a, she was well-renowned for skiving off school, for just not going to school because... She just didn't want it. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. That's great. Okay, you know, she was always ill, ill. Uh, and she was allowed to go and rent a movie. And my, my stepmom said, uh, said uh, uh, me and your dad are going to sit down and watch this movie. Sarah watched it. She said, it's absolutely brilliant. Now, Sarah would have been 14, 15 at the time. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, let's sit down and watch it. It's a British movie. Brilliant. Fantastic. Let's do it. And we sat down, me, my stepmom, and my dad, and watched Train Spotting. Wow. <laughs> And do you know what? They absolutely loved it. My my dad, who sadly we lost at the start of the year, absolutely loved it. And the one thing I will give my dad credit for is he was always pretty cool, my Mm. old man. He was always pretty cool. And okay, there was a sex scene. And okay, there was drug use. And okay, there was all that. But as long as I didn't look them in the eye for another three days after that, (laughs) I have always got the story to tell that my parents showed me train spotting. Yeah, I like that. That's a yeah. good. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a good story. Uh, they, yeah, they're I, they're good. They're, they're good ones. <laughs> uh, so then, has it always been movies for you? Has that always been a thing for you? Oh, yeah, m- mostly. Um, it, yeah, as as a kid, I think that the first things I remember truly loving were my <laughs> my first hero was Darth Vader. No, oh. uh, Darth Vader uh, was cool and just scary and fantastic, and he lived in this colourful world that nobody else. I, I I grew up during the miners' strike in 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 Britain. Uh, the 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 people were being underpaid for working down the mines. My father both grandfathers and, and a number of my uncles all worked down the pits. And so we didn't have a lot. And one of the things that I had and absolutely cherished for my, either my fourth or fifth birthday was, was a Darth Vader jigsaw, which is, sorry, listeners, younger listeners. Yeah. A jigsaw puzzle. Oh, absolutely. jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you guys call it a puzzle. Of course you guys call it a puzzle. So, yeah. So I had this puzzle. Uh, <laughs> Hey, young Mark, do you want to play a game? Uh, not that jigsaw. <laughs> that, would be, that, that would be very different. There, there, there I was uh, upstairs in a bear trap uh, contraption <laughs> as a small child. <laughs> we know you like Darth Vader. How about wearing this on your head for a week? <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Uh, yeah. So I, I had this puzzle and I was a little bit obsessed with it. And then something changed one day something and i had a lot of star wars toys had a lot of um star wars figures and and i've still got two three four on my shelf there and i have 
I'll show you afterwards, Mitch. I have a Return of the Jedi speeder bike still in its box, which was a second that my gran bought me while she was on holiday. And my mum said, don't take it out of its box because you'll want that when you're older. And it has never been opened. Wow. It's, it's uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm looking at that now and, and I feel a little bit nostalgic. But, but one day, I must have seen it on the TV or whatever. All of a sudden, the Transformers came into my life. And I was obsessed. Optimus Prime, uh, Be- uh, Bumblebee, Sea Spray, all of these guys, Power Glide, all of these guys I loved. Then I realized how cool the Decepticons were. What is it with me and a bad boy? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> Who doesn't like a good and, bad boy? <laughs> correct, yeah. And, and, then, and then my mum took me to the cinema to see Transformers, the movie. You know, you got the touch. Oh, ba, I love ba, that. Ba. Yeah. And I was inconsolable for the rest of the day. I was just, she, she had to, when she left the cinema with me at the end of the movie, um, people were staring. She still tells this story. People were staring and people thought she'd been beating me because I was just wailing and screaming because my hero, Optimus Prime, had died. In spite of the fact that they'd thrown on the end of that movie, Optimus Prime will return. Yeah. That didn't matter. <laughs> Six-year-old No, no. Inconsolable. I didn't want to go back to the cinema for months after, apparently. Did you uh, so things you learned from a film? Uh, one of the things I know learned from that is uh, I don't know if you know it, but um, later that summer when they released the GI Joe the movie, Hasbro did. Uh, Duke was also supposed to die in that movie, but because there was such a backlash from Optimus Prime dying in Transformers, they they had they added on that extra animated scene of him like uh, being okay in the hospital bed. The yeah. more you know. Yeah. I mean, literally with G.I. Joe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, I didn't know that, Mitch. That's so cool. Yeah. So they just... That is the, cool. The, the, big, the big plan for them was, we're going to kill off Optimus and we're going to kill off Duke. And they're like, wait, no, it's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> My, the only time that, that... Life mirrors itself a lot, doesn't it? But I remember being utterly inconsolable leaving the cinema when I saw that first Michael Bay Transformers movie. But that was for a very, very different reason, (laughs) indeed. (laughs) I felt like he had... There's there's a bit in The Simpsons, which is my other major fandom. There's a bit in The Simpsons where Bart has a dream that the girl that he likes uh, puts her fist into his chest, grabs his heart and goes, and you won't be needing this. That's throws right. It across the tree house and it goes into the thing. That's how I felt. My girlfriend at the time said, oh, I didn't think it was that bad. And I didn't talk to her for about an hour and a half. The ride <laughs> home was a nightmare. You know, I said, you don't understand. Said, you, could, you, you couldn't understand. It's, I said to her, it's like me taking all of your, it's like me taking all of your print CDs and melting them down. She went, oh, I don't think it's that bad. So I can assure you it is. Oh man. That's, I love that. I love, I love the comparison there. Uh, so your, your love of movies has turned into a podcast, but has it turned into anything else? Have you ever gone down that venture of, you know, wanting to write a movie, wanting to write a TV series? Uh, yeah, I, when I left school and went to college, not, not university colleges, as American listeners would, would know it, but, um, I guess you would call it community college is the kind of level is I did a media and filmmaking course. So I made a few little movies and a few bits and pieces 
I've written a couple of treatments and, and a couple of semi-scripts and, and that kind of thing. But I, I, I've just, I, I, I've had, I'm, I'm good with ideas. Beyond that, mm, the podcast is, is the first real kind of thing I've managed to bring to fruition. Um, but I'm only 41, you know, I've, I've, got, I've got plenty of time to do. And let's be fair, a lot of the best writers came up with all their stuff uh, you know, when they were, uh, when, when they were much older. Oh yeah. Stan Lee and that's, didn't and that, start to like 40 something too. For sure. And then carried on until he was 700 years old, <laughs> which is, which is great. You know, he basically, you know, and, and okay. You know, he, he came up with a lot of great ideas. He also managed to locate a lot of ideas that he maybe didn't come up with. I mean, yes. But the less said about that, <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just say those stories aren't in his autobiography, Excelsior. Yeah. You've read that. Yeah, I have read he's, it. He's, he has got, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's from the, the, the late 90s, but yeah. Oh, he came up with every, every single idea. Yeah, and he has got something specific to say about every idea. There's, you know, I was walking down the street one day and I saw this, uh, and, and I saw these four guys, and I thought, ah, these guys look pretty fantastic. And that was a fantastic four. <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea why he's Barnum. I don't really know what's going on with my accent there. But, you know. I mean, uh, uh, that's fair. I, 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 all of our guys sound like that, that create things. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Um, I've, I've, a, I've a, a little bit of a... Um, a, a little bit of a, an idea for a, a further spin-off podcast involving all the cultural references that I've learned from The Simpsons. But I'm, I'm not quite not quite there with that yet. Not quite there with that. So, I, I, The Simpsons being one of your fandoms, I, I assume you're still watching. Uh, very rarely. Same. I will, same. I will. I will pick it up from time to time and go. No, no, Mark, you love this thing. You've got to watch it. You've got, you've got to give it a go. You've got to watch it. And I'm kind of like, oh my God, what? What What the hell's a sadgasm? What? <laughs> and okay, I, I know that's a 15-year-old reference now. <laughs> I get that. I get that. But I couldn't think of anything past that. Yeah, yeah I, I, a lot of people live in this kind of, I think, series one to, one to ten bubble. And as I said to, to a friend Tom, Who's, who's, who's a fan he kind of goes up to 11 uh like a good spinal tap reference um but i i <laughs> i will i will go that little bit further and say maybe even as far as 15 i giggled at a lot of, i've giggled at a few bits and pieces i even laughed at a couple of bits of the simpsons movie mm-hmm. i just wish it ha- i just wish it had happened 10 15 years prior yeah no, that that would have been the best. Yeah, I mean, I've always been a big fan of the show. I think I I think I can like consistently watched up until I want to say twenty twenty one season. Me too. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, but I couldn't name you any of those episodes. No, 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 no not at all. <laughs> um, I think Mo got a cell phone, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sure of uh, it. Marriage, wedding after wedding after wedding. <laughs> oh no, hang on, that was the same clip show. <laughs> that was a clip show in series twelve. <laughs> uh but yeah, that's uh, it's it's interesting to 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 see other people that are still still fans. Um, with the fact that it seems like a lot of the movies that you're watching are are traditional Hollywood American movies, like are you finding more things that are interesting to you that just happen to be American, or like how they depict things in the UK? 
Like, how are yeah. you okay with Angelina Jolie's British accent in Laura Croft? Oh, yeah, absolutely, I am. Um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of schools of thought, and that's you know um, the, the old the old line that you hear in all of these kind of war movies. You know, there's the there's the old stuffed collared kind of British kind of old guy. He says, Americans. They're over here. They're oversexed. They're overpaid, and they're over here. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I get that. But let's be entirely fair. Let's be entirely fair. All of these guys working in America at the moment, they're getting the awards. They're getting the noms. They're getting all this kind of stuff. They're all British. Daniel yeah. Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya won. He's British, and I'm so pleased. You know, we 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 had a. And, and this is going back a little bit now. We finally got a black stormtrooper. I was delighted <laughs> yeah. we got a black stormtrooper. And you know, a lot of people say to me, "God, the hills that you die on, Mark." But yeah, great. And he's British, you know. Yep. Um, so I, I, I don't mind. But th- th- there's a lot of this stuff that I already know in in the UK. We've we've covered a, we've covered a couple of British films. We covered Hot Fuzz, and it's one of my tiny regrets for the podcast is that we covered hot fuzz as quickly as we did because i think what i've learned from learning about film if we covered hot fuzz today that's a 150 yeah i think at the time it was our second podcast and i think it was maybe a a 70 a 60 or a 70 that's a 150 now and there's no doubt and i think being new to it and being inexperienced and being a little bit nervous and not wanting the episode to run too long and not really knowing how to cut things down in the edit. Yeah. It's it. I really wish we'd left that for a later episode because we'd have another more than 100. Not that we really care when we don't get a hundred, but it's great when we do. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, Did that answer the question, Mitch? Actually, that I, yes, it, that, it, uh, yeah, I'm very good at derailing conversation <laughs> as you're learning right now. I mean, have you ever have you ever traveled to the states before? Mm. No, and uh, recently we found ourselves, Rachel and I, in a financial situation where where we can. We we paid off a few loans and a few bits and pieces. The closest I've ever been. It's Cuba. We went to Cuba on our honeymoon. But God forbid we should mention the U.S. and Cuba in the same uh, breath. Don't do that. Otherwise, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the whole problem is, I mean, I've got a new passport now, but all they would need to do is look in the back of the passport as I get to America and go, hang on, there's a stamp for Cuba in here. <laughs> yeah. Hey, this guy's a commie! Hey, commie! Get out! Like, Come on, you know? Um, but we... we and, and I'm, I'm sorry to get political, but it's, it's what I do. We decided that we would not come to America uh, whilst the big orange idiot king was in charge. You're uh, better off. You're better off not you know, doing that. Absolutely. But now things are looking... I mean, look, things look a lot better now. You guys are in the middle of a pandemic and things still look better. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. but, no, we, we have... All of our cultural references and this sounds really ignorant you're you're ignorant man this sounds really really ignorant and i'm sorry if it does listeners but our cultural references for america are based upon film tv and food 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's no secret. I'm a big fat man. Okay, so <laughs> I I I want you know I want the hoagies. I want the the, the I want the footlong subs. Yes. I want all that. You know, I want all that kind of stuff. I want soul foods. You know, I want I I, I want to be oh, yeah. So we have got a list of places to go. You know, from L.A. to New York to um you know to. To, to New Mexico, you know, to, to, for goodness sake, we even talked about your hometown, uh, Tucson, Arizona. Yuma. The, the Death Wish episode. Oh. oh, you're in Yuma. Sorry, I thought you were in Tucson. No, no, we're in My Yuma. Apologies. That's okay. Of it's course you're in Yuma. Of course. That's another film for us to cover. We'll there you go. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about <laughs> that. But yes, we talked about we talked about somewhere in Arizona. I mean, come on. These places aren't that big, right? Oh, yeah. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> hang on a minute. Oh, dear. Go go to go to Las Vegas. There you get all the different regions of of America in one place. <sighs> yeah, but we won't, will we? We'll get we'll get re, we'll get we'll get Murica Light. Yes, you will. You know, which is which is as tasty as Bud Light, Miller Draft Light. You know, you get we to don't see, want that. You get to see the fake pyramid, the the fake Statue of Liberty, the fake uh, Eiffel Tower, all the same. Place. Yeah, but uh, hang on a second. <laughs> there, have they moved the real? Eiffel Tower and the real pyramids <laughs> to America. So what you're going to tell no, me, like, like, like London Bridge, yep. uh, which is, which is not that far Arizona, from me. Right? Yep, that's, that's yeah, that's so we've covered me. two movies that talk <laughs> yeah. about Arizona. We covered Falling Down as well. Um, yep. And and that, and, and so, yeah, so we're covering that. So what they've done is they've taken those landmarks and they've moved them from Europe. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Move, move them all to the same country because they're still probably further apart than they actually are in Europe and Northern Africa anyway, the size of the size of the place. But yeah, we, we want, we want, we want to, I keep saying, we want to meet real Americans, maybe not all real Americans, yeah. uh, yeah. but we, 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 we want to, we, we don't want to meet hill folk. <laughs> yeah. You want to stay away from those people in deliverance that you, you talk yeah, about. Well, yeah. Tucker and Dale, you know, we don't want another previous episode. That's a great movie. I love that movie. <laughs> it is a, it's a fantastic movie. It's a great movie. But what we, we, we love the idea of coming to the States. We think the vast majority a vast majority of American people I've met, of, of U.S. citizens I've met, fantastic. Um, don't get me wrong, I've, I've been on holiday to a few places, and it's kind of like, hey, honey, over here. <laughs> like, My goodness, how did you get a passport? Where are you at? <laughs> Hang on a second. Hang on, so you're, you're the Smith party. Is she your wife or is she your sister? Oh, she's both. Right, okay. Ah, okay. yes. <laughs> nice one. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey, hey, honey, look at this fat English guy. Yeah. He's even fatter than we are. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, look, we, we know it's not all that. And we, we will. We will we will visit and we will we will culture we will culture it up. I one hundred percent. I think you'll that's... be bringing all the culture. Don't worry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm, I'm. I like to make the point that a lot of people say, well, in 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 Britain, Britain, very much like, or certainly in England, very much like in America, there's a north-south divide. Mm-hmm. Um, but but we have. But, but what about those places that aren't in the north? What about those places that aren't in the south? What about the middle? I'm from the middle in Britain. I'm from a, a, a place called Nottingham. Mm-hmm. Which you will know from Robin Hood. Robin Hood, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you guys so still Rob, have Robin, a sheriff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no. Thankfully, he was uh, he was he was battered to death. But we have still got a castle. Oh, 
We have still got a castle and caves underneath the castle, which uh, were used for, for hiding booze for many years. And we have the oldest pub in Britain, which is called Ye Old Trip to Jerusalem, which Ooh. is built into the cave walls below, below the castle. And you can actually go into the pub. And if you go upstairs, you can go and sit in the cavey bit. It's super. It's now, really good. It's fantastic. Now I've learned something. I love this. Yeah, yeah. And we've, we've got a fantastic statue of Robin Hood. And a lot of people say, yeah, but Robin Hood wasn't real. And I say, fuck you. <laughs> you know, I'm a socialist. I believe you give from the, you take from the 1%, give to the poor, and then uh, then lynch the 1% as well if you want. There I'll you find go. That. I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, my fiance and I, we're supposed to get, we're, we're getting married later this year. We are, oh, honeymoon was supposed, thank you. Our honeymoon was supposed to be in Scotland, but we're not, it doesn't look like we're going to be able to go. Like we don't know if they're going to let Americans in you, or not. You you realize that Johnny's in Glasgow, and I am eight miles south of the Scottish border. If you come across, we have to meet. That has to happen. I, I'm all for it. I love this idea. That has to happen. We will <laughs> we will come to wherever you are in Scotland. Where were you going, Edinburgh? You know, that's all her. She's the one making those plans. Okay, okay we'll, we'll talk. We'll I think talk we're supposed afterwards. to go to Glasgow and Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do that. I, I, lived in, I lived in Edinburgh for two years. Uh, I was inspired by all the, 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 uh, the drugs and the deep fried food. I moved to Edinburgh <laughs> only to find it had been gentrified by the time I got there and full of English people. <laughs> Christ. So yeah, so no, Scotland. Scotland is is uh, uh, as an Englishman, as an ashamed Englishman, uh, I am proudly plastic Scottish. So yeah, we will. Um, if if that happens, we we'll pull out all the stops and we'll we'll come to you, even if it's just for a couple of hours. I will. I'll I'll, I'll drive four hours to get to you, man. That'll be cool. I appreciate that. I appreciate that a lot. Like and like I said, hopefully uh, you'll be letting Americans come in then. Yeah, well, look, you you guys are all right. You know, I think it's 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 we, we let we let anybody in uh, at the moment. At the moment, as long as they're not French, I think I think by the time this goes out, we might have gone to war with the French over, over fishing. Would you believe <laughs> something quite as silly and trivial as fishing? Oh, they're fishing in our waters. Uh, I think you'll find we have had agreement for many years to fish in your waters. No, 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 you must bring us tea. Because tea, although no fishing, I'll have you know. Ah, you smelly rust beefs. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, what's the one fandom that you have that you wouldn't think anybody else would expect? What's the thing you geek out about that no one else would expect? Wow, I'm, I'm actually having to look at the, the 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 wall of craziness, and it's all Star Wars and Simpsons and all sorts of nonsense. Um. I think because because I'm so obsessed with movies and comic books and all that kind of thing, I think people would be amazed to know that I, I, I've got a, a football or a, a soccer fandom. I, I love sport. Nice. And 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 it's one thing that that you wouldn't you wouldn't think. And I like to think I've got a a, a team in every sport almost, but. I'm a big soccer fan. I'm wearing my Nottingham Forest um, tracksuit right now mm -hmm. and underneath a Nottingham Forest jersey as well. Um, so <laughs> we just finished our season today, which was uh, admirably 
uh, I think, 17th out of 24 teams. Yay, go us. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll watch pretty much anything. And we've, we've, we've picked up a couple of teams throughout watching movies, including a baseball team called the Rail Riders. Oh, uh, who, forgive me, I can't quite remember where they are. Your listeners are screaming right now. I'm going, they're a Yankees feeder team. Why do you like a Yankees feeder team? Because to, to my mind, the Yankees are the team everybody hates, right? Right. But it, t- yeah, we, we picked them because we liked the name. Uh, there was also a, 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 another team called the Rubber Ducks, which I quite liked the name of. Uh, but we'd, we'd already picked the, the Rail Riders by then. So we, we couldn't do that. Um, but I... I Watching football in the UK as a child, maybe the age of of eight, nine years old, it was it was it's not the the you know the pristine pitches and, and the beautiful kind of passing game that you see now with all the um, all the European and South American influence and all that. It was what we call in this country cloggers, basically guys that kick other guys up and down the field, uh, and it was mud, ploughed fields. Um, you know, stands that were unsafe uh, and all that kind of thing. And a big Nottingham Forest fan, mm-hmm. as, as has always been in my family. But Channel 4, our, our, our Channel 4, back in the day, we only had four channels. Our Channel 4 showed American football for the first time. And I think I must have maybe caught it by fluke at maybe eight or nine. I, I maybe was up when I shouldn't have been up. And I turned the TV on after my mum had gone to bed. And there was this guy and he was chiseled and he was just he could throw for what seemed like miles and he was in this beautiful coloured shirt and the cheering and the big guys and the the dancing and everything and that was the point I realised the most wonderful pristine human being on the planet was Dan Marino yeah (laughs) Dan Marino was the exact opposite of what I watched every other week with my dad when, when, when I used to go to the football with my dad. Dan Marino was a superstar. Yeah. An absolute superstar. And I am a little, I'm a, I'm, a Dol- I'm a Dolphins fan. You know, I'm a Dolphins fan. God, my God, that is an awful existence to, to have. I mean, that's I a hard you. fandom to have. Yeah. <laughs> that's a hard yeah, one. I, I, I can assure you that is winning nothing my <laughs> entire life. In fact, I could be twice the age I am Still won nothing. Still won nothing. 1966, right? 1966 was their year. I think it was 69 was their formation year. Nothing. One championship. <laughs> One championship. Nothing else. You know? I mean... I, we were going to talk about covering Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, but I don't really want to talk about some of the things that are involved, some of the themes that are involved in that. <laughs> yep. So that's understandable. That's understandable. Probably won't. We like to think we're a little bit understanding, and we will call that shit out. Yeah, we called a lot out on the the condemned recently. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the use of the R word. Mm-hmm. 2007. It's it's only what 15 years ago. Yes, it, it's that's too soon. To, you know that is too recent to be using the R word. Yeah. No. So yeah, I'm I'm not cool. I'm not cool with that. So I don't think we'll be covering that, but. Uh, Bad Boys 2? 
Dan Marino's in Bad Boys too. We, we might get to that. I mean, yeah, he's, he's got yeah. that little part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's 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 selling cars. He's selling cars. But yeah, that that guy is a that 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 guy's a a, a little bit of a, a hero to me. Take away nothing from from soccer, from football. I I, I love that, and but there's just something that just just got me with that, you know. But I, I love I, I love every sport. No idea what the fuck baseball's about, but I like cricket. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying with baseball, but it's just rounders, guys. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, last question of the night. Mm-hmm. It's a question I ask of everybody. If you could have one completely useless superpower, and it has to be useless, what would it be? Now, I usually throw out there an example. My example is mm-hmm. that I could instantly grow my hair exactly one inch, but only an inch at any given moment. That's it. It's useless. You can't do anything with one inch of hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, I think you probably could. You could really <laughs> piss your barber off, right? Yeah. <laughs> you could pull pranks. That's that's fair. Yeah. That, that guy would be, yeah, that guy would be pretty pissed off with, with you. <laughs> so how many times can sorry I'm I'm gonna get get stuck dumped down on this now but how many times can that can you do that I I mean in, in I would I, I mean if we had to go into it I would say like once a day oh right okay that's 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 not so fun I, I'm I'm bald though so you know that, that would kind of work <laughs> what I mean okay. it's not gonna make it grow from where it's not at it's good you're just gonna have it really long on the sides yeah okay okay. <laughs> Well, and this is utterly useless, which it really is, is I can create out of nowhere and throw somebody a life preserver, a lifesaver, not the Swedes, but a life preserver, and save them, but only if they are on dry land. (laughs) If they're in danger and they're drowning, I'm afraid, sorry, sorry, guys, I can't get it up. Uh, But if you're on dry land... I, I can do it. Yeah. I'm kind of like the invisible kid in Mystery Men. Yep. Yeah, I'm invisible as long as you're not looking. <laughs> I can throw you this life preserver as long as you're not drowning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you could throw enough of them, maybe they can climb out of a hole or something. I don't know. Oh, no, just, just one. Just the one? Just one. <laughs> yeah, just the one. Um, yeah, they could. In fact, that could probably cause a lot more harm yes. than it would save people. Yeah. Uh, My God, that that's useless. You're right, man. I love it. I love it. Favorite movie? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Okay. That's interesting. It's a Wonderful Life is the movie I have seen almost as many as any other. It is only watched at Christmas, but I probably cry from... Minute six, I think it is. I, I, I did. I did. I did check this out at Christmas last year when I did a live tweet of it. Uh, look up hashtag It's a Wonderful Life on Twitter. I think you might find. I don't know a lot of people do that. You might find my live tweets from last year. It was depressing. Uh, I'd had a lot of mulled wine. Uh, yeah, It's a Wonderful Life. I, I cry almost consistently. Sadness, joy, joy, sadness. Oh, deep sadness, joy, joy. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, and it, it goes the, on like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know the story behind that one about how it, it was a complete flop when it first came out. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Syndication got that right. <laughs> Simply, yeah. NBC had absolutely nothing else to play, and they're like, "Well, we this is 
public domain. Let's just throw this on there. And they played it every so, so much that people loved it. Like just ended up loving it. I love that. Uh, favorite actor or actress? I used to have a theory. I used to have a theory. Myself and my, my, my good friend Ian McComish had a theory. Uh, oh, this would probably be about 10 years ago now, maybe slightly longer ago. Al Pacino had never made a bad movie e. or Al Pacino had never been bad in okay. a movie even, okay. even when or, 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 I, I can't quite remember but yeah that, I mean he has dropped off a fucking cliff yeah. hasn't he <laughs> yeah. but wow that, that, that guy was ex- I mean the guy was exceptional the guy was was, was absolutely everything wasn't he um, but if I was to probably pick <sighs> If I was to pick somebody British, I'd have to say Simon Pegg. I've got a real soft spot for Simon Pegg. I love him. I love Spaced, which is, Spaced a, is another great. kind of love affair with fandom. Yeah, and I think almost everything he's been in has been has, has been great. And and he he's he's one of us, isn't he? You know, he's like us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's he's a, just a working class guy, and he is he's he's a geek himself. Mm-hmm. Did you did you check out Truth Seekers? Him and Nick Frost? Yes, yeah, we did. And they're not renewing it, which they're is not. a real shame yeah. because it was fun. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was fun. Nick Nick Frost, uh, Nick Frost is 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 great as well. A lot of people say to me, Who's who would play you in the movie of your life? He's fat, he's got a beard, he'll do. <laughs> you know, that'll do. Why not? <laughs> uh, favorite director. Uh, oh, Edgar Wright! Absolutely, Edgar I mean, Wright. I'm sorry brilliant. to stick with the same wheelhouse, but <laughs> the the guy's not the guy's not made a bad movie. I am desperate, desperate still to see his Ant Man, and it's never going to happen. We're no. never going to see. But I would have liked to see it too. Yeah, Ant Man. It, it's, but I think if you look at what uh, Baby Driver is, you could probably kind of glean a little bit. Out, out of out of that for style wise at least yes yes style wise and and I would love to think I mean he was him and Joe Cornish I think were paid a lot of money to never say anything to not say a single word yep the N- the NDAs that Disney get you to sign must be absolutely ironclad and and that the, the, he will come out and tell us one day when when he's old yep. <laughs> but, but but we're we're gonna have to wait for that, Mitch. It's not gonna be just yet. I am I am super excited about One Night in Soho. I don't know about yourself. So am I. And uh, we were due it, I think, last month. But I think it's now going to be October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's just really based around cinema releases. Yeah. Uh, He's such a stylish director, isn't he? Isn't he? Like that scene in Baby nice Driver. Guy. Oh yes. But the scene in Baby Driver when he's you know, dancing and walking down the street and everything is happening right around him, it's just like that yeah. is such a brilliant scene. Yeah, I we've all that. done it though, haven't we? Yeah, we've all, we've all, or at least that's a, a much more stylized version of what we've done. <laughs> you know, all that stuff happening around him isn't really happening around us, and we don't have those moves. No, <laughs> you know, no. Uh, this has been amazing thank you for coming on and talking to me like uh, it's, it's been you. such a great conversation uh you, you've just you've allowed me just to talk about stuff i love and that's like like i i, I honestly look, listeners i'm not paying him for this but i feel like i should be you know this is this is like geek therapy you know, I, I, I mean, put that on the poster. That, that's don't a, have posters, but put that on the poster. That's the tagline. <laughs> that's the tagline. I like that. Yeah. Uh, where is it that people can find you uh, in your podcast? 
Oh, well, you can find us. Just search on all the places that you get the podcasts. Um, we are 100 Things You Learned From Film. You'll find us on Twitter at uh, 100ThingsPod. That's probably where we're most active. Uh, we're also on uh, Instagram at 100ThingsFilm, as well as Facebook at 100ThingsFilm. Uh, we would love just for you to listen to one episode. If, fi- find something from there that you think you'd like to learn about. Find something from there you think you'd like to listen to two British lads. Just have a bit of a, 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 a as, as, as John would say in Scotland, a bit of a blether about. So we'll just have a bit of a blether. We'll chat some shit and uh, we'll see if we can learn a few things. Uh, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, so please, please do. Um, we, we, we like to follow back. We like to get involved. We like you to tell us what you learned from film. I, I I know this sounds really silly and counterproductive, but I love it when people pick us up on things that we got wrong or fixed. Especially considering that the list of things that we missed on Demolition Man, when we finished on 93 things, I would currently be on 106 things wow. because of all the things I missed. <laughs> You're going to be appointment, your appointment podcast for me now. I'm going to make sure I'm listening the day it, it, it drops. So, so I can, kind. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. So uh, if you want to talk to me about movies, you can find me on Twitter. I am at Mitchipedia, G-E-M. G-E-M stands for Geek Elite Media. The rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram, and Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Check out archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on our network on our website, GeekElitemedia.com. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us. It helps spread the word of our network. But until next time, this is Hey Mitch on the Geekly Media Network saying always remember to geek geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Peace.